This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Entiendo mucho más español del que hablo. That means I understand much more Spanish than I speak. And since I'm in a bilingual household, that understanding helps me decipher what people are talking about behind my back. But sometimes I have a little trouble with my conversational Spanish. I've figured out that learning a new language at any age really requires you to be immersed in the language. So that's why this year, in preparation for Spanish-speaking relatives visiting and travel to Spanish-speaking countries, I'm using Rosetta Stone to sharpen up. Rosetta Stone is a trusted language learning expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. And why I think this app, or you can get it on the desktop too, is really effective. There's no English translations. You have to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. And that is the key. Rosetta Stone makes it an intuitive process. You can pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, and then eventually sentences. And they have this built-in feature called True Accent, where it gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Commercial Break listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash commercial. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash commercial today. Thanks to Rosetta Stone for being a sponsor of the Commercial Break. Anyway, apparently I have to get back to work. This is bullshit. On this episode of The Commercial Break. I've always said, more pulping, more... <laughs> I don't even want to say it. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Yeah, I like some pulp. I do like some pulp, too. Mm-hmm. I Actually, I don't get the point of no pulp. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have orange juice, like real orange juice, have some orange juice. Like, yeah. chew on... I like to chew on my juices. <laughs> That's I like it. I like when my juices have a little crunch to them. You know what I... Mmm, <laughs> this pomegranate juice is delicious with the seeds all in it. <laughs> The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. The 30th of the morning! Oh, yeah, cats and kittens, welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is the Chief Officer of Choo Chops, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Choo Chop Officer. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. You are the chief choo-chow officer of this podcast. <laughs> That's good. Or maybe astronauts, but the, whatever. We're, We're we'll co- figure it out behind the scenes. We're co-chiefs. We're co-chiefs and choo-chows? <laughs> Yo, fahina? What's wrong with my fahina? Nothing. It's supposed to look like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Got <laughs> to save that story for off the air. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question about the holidays, because I'm curious, and I, I saw a post, and now I'm curious. Okay. And I'm curious for the listeners, too. Will you please write in and let us know? Are you a one gift at a time kind of Christmas family? Like, uh, does everybody take their turn opening up the gifts one gift at a time? Or yes. is it like a free-for-all and everybody opens gifts at the same time? Yeah, no, we open one gift at a time. Oh, yeah, we go you around, got to. around the circle. I know it creates extreme boredom, boredom around the, the circle because you have to watch everybody else open their gifts <laughs> no, one I, I at like a time. I like seeing what everybody else is getting. I like giving gifts. 
I like giving gifts. Yeah. I like watching the children. There's like a few true joys about having ch- children. And one of them is like the unadulterated love that they show for you. They're like puppy dogs. I know that's going to turn into therapy when they're 18, but for <laughs> now it's unadulterated love. And then one of the things that I've found that is like truly joyful is watching children open up presents. I guess. Especially on Christmas when they get that thing they really, really wanted. Yeah. Uh, but I get it. There's a lot of people complaining about the one gift at a time around the circle kind of activity. So don't do it. Well, it's, it's, it's not that own. easy. You've got a whole family. You can't just make that decision unilaterally. <laughs> whoever's hosting, whoever ha- whoever's house you're at, that's who gets to decide. I see the children get their time in the sun, and then everybody else opens up the gifts at the same time. Oh, now, yeah. that's what now, I Now, we're say. talking about children, okay. no, no. Theirs is more kind of a free-for-all, especially when they're young. Oh, no, I'm saying the opposite. Like, okay, you kids open up your gifts one at a time, and I will watch... In pure joy, the f- the five minutes of joy that I get every 365 <laughs> days, I'd like to watch that uninterrupted. However, when it comes to all the adults opening up their gifts, yeah. then I say that's a free-for-all. Oh, because I'm opposite. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, okay. But hey, I guess you- it depends, too, on how many people are involved. Ours is usually like a small gathering. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah, we have many more people at our yes. house. <laughs> and it's like, do I have to watch another pair of socks being unwrapped and watch the feign <laughs> excitement while, you know, oh, my God, you always wanted those fucking tube socks, I guess. <laughs> oh, well, we, we used to do... Uh, presents for ourselves on christmas eve and then the kids got all of theirs christmas day so you made the kids just sit and watch while you opened up gifts on christmas eve well no they they were in bed then oh they're in bed Mm -hmm. oh see i told you we need a camera at chrissy's house (laughs) because now this gets stranger and stranger (laughs) that's the way i grew up Oh, yeah. So all you, the, our kids are are older now. Yeah, so. I know. But when you were a kid, your mm-hmm. children, your parents would send you to bed. Yes, and then they would have an additional party outside of the children to open up their gifts to each other. Right. Well, I think yes. Mm. <laughs> mm. And then usually the grandparents would come over the next day on Christmas Day. Uh. All the kids would open presents and then you know do a little. It was just. It was all gift giving. Yeah, now this is all Christmas making Eve sense. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. This is all making sense. Some of your problems. Now I'm connecting this back to you go to bed while we do the fun stuff, open up gifts, and talk shit about our shitty little children. And you and you and your sister were probably sitting there listening to your parents talk shit about you and how much money they spent on your gifts. And then you would come Christmas morning with that negative feeling that my parents don't love me because they didn't let me no, watch their gifts. No, it was the total joy. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. I'm online counselor. I had counselor. a much younger sister, so we had oh, yeah, my... So Kelly and I had to um, pretend... pretend. That it was still Santa yeah, for a we're while. Gonna, we're going to get in that territory. So tonight is, uh, as we're recording this, tonight is the Three Kings, which is a, a holiday that is celebrated in Spain. Other places, it's celebrated oh, okay. a lot. Three Kings. Uh, yeah, the Tres Reyes, um, which I'm saying completely in, in, incorrectly, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what You're I do. Trying. I go to, they send me to, to bed early, and then I listen yes. as they in Spanish <laughs> talk shit about right. it. <laughs> so uh, tonight's the Three Kings. So I say to the kids, hey, it's tonight is the three kings. The three kings are going to come and visit. And my, one of my kids instantaneously turns to me and he goes, that's not real, is it? And I go, what? And he goes, the three kings, they're not like real. They're just pretend, right? And I go, no, 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 no. They're real. And he's like, dad, are three kings really coming down the fireplace? <laughs> and I go, no, the three kings come in a car and they show up and they walk to your front door. <laughs> you let them in. But you got to be asleep when it happens, only for the adults. And he, this, is what he, this is what he said to me right before he goes to bed. I don't believe you. <laughs> I have never heard of the three kings. The three kings, the okay. three wise men. Yeah, so they, you had the Santa... 
Yeah. And the Three Kings. And the Three Kings. Okay. Partridge in a pear tree. Now we're just making up <laughs> holidays, I think. <laughs> just to watch the kids open up presents. <laughs> so th- th- there will be more presents than tomorrow morning? Yes. This okay. is the holiday of Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> so when you go to sleep, there's a kangaroo that comes in, destroys our house, beats Daddy up, and then runs out the door. That's what I'm going to tell him when I come in with a black eye from some long night at the bar. I'm going to be like, oh, it's the night of Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> the kangaroo king. He thumped you. Oh, my God, he did. You know, my in-laws, like, they hate me because, I mean, they hate me for a lot of different reasons, but one of the ones <laughs> they hate me is, I, they love to play this game. Are you guys board game people over yeah. at the house? Yeah, I, I love to play board games. I think games. I know this about you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're a board game girl. Mm-hmm. I never, my family wasn't like that when we were growing up. It was like the least amount of talking and interaction we could do <laughs> as a family was probably better for everyone's <laughs> mental <laughs> so we never played board games together as kids, unless we had, unless the kids were playing like you know shoots and ladders right. or some shit like that, hungry hippo, Candyland, Candyland, simple games, maybe Monopoly. I think Monopoly is as far as we took it as children, but the adults never played with us. Really, never, never. Oh, not we once. used to all play Monopoly, Clue. I loved Clue. I can't even get in. I can't get into Clue. I just mm. can't get into Clue. It seems so <laughs> boring to me. In the theater with the knife, Mrs. Crockett or whatever her name is. I don't know. <laughs> Mrs. Peacock. <laughs> Always like to be Miss Scarlet. Miss Scarlet. <laughs> I murdered you with a wrench in the theater. <laughs> I never got it. I had to write stuff down. Any game that you have to write stuff down, I'm not interested in. Like I think Shoots and Ladders was good for me because <laughs> you just took a turn and she went down the slide. Yep. That was the best game I played. Or Hungry Hippo, where there was like action all the time. Oh, right. The Marbles. For whatever reason, my family, my extended family, Astrid and her family, and they have gotten into this game called Catan, or as some people say it, Catan. But it's actually Catan, C-A-T-A-N. Okay. Catan. It is a game that is extraordinarily complicated and so fucking stupid. I don't know why we're playing this (laughs) game, but every time that the in-laws come, anytime there's a big family gathering, at night, their favorite thing to do is play this game Catan. Which, and, and if fine, whatever. Okay, so you like to play that game. But now I'm looked at as kind of like the... like the, Party pooper? Yeah, the asshole gringo who won't <laughs> play because every time they play... You know, I got I gotta do work in here most of the time, which is really my... That's what I say when I have to do right, stuff. And exactly. They, <laughs> and you're sitting here watching that's TV. That's right. And they'll be, yeah, I, but I ain't gonna play Catan with that. So Catan, Catan. And I'm not gonna play fucking Catan. I gotta make a living. I got children. I got stuff to do. I don't have time to write stuff down and roll dice and cards and all that shit. Move the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to do it. So finally, on New Year's Eve, as I mentioned in the last episode. Mm-hmm. You, you got into I it. I said, okay. I didn't get into it. But I said, okay, <laughs> for the love of all that's holy, I don't want to be looked at as the asshole. I'm not doing it because I want to. I'm doing it because I don't no longer want to be the party pooper. Mm-hmm. I want to participate in the family activity of playing the stupid fucking game that no one's ever heard of it called Catan. It was pain, pain avoidance. It was pain avoidance. <laughs> really, it was, I, like everything else in my life, I feel like I was doing it to make myself look better, not feel better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm one of those guys. It's like, <laughs> if it makes me look better, I'll do it. If it makes me feel better, I'm not interested. So I, so I sit down and I go to play this game. And if, Chrissy... First of all, 
it takes an hour to explain to me what's going on because no one really knows what's going on. You know what I'm saying? No one really knows how to play the game. They're all as confused as I am, but they've been playing this thing for years. So they sit down and they're passing out these cards and they're telling me how to move the pieces and you got to roll this Is it dice. A special car- are they special cards or are they like a deck of cards? Don't even get me started. It's a deck of cards, but then they're special cards. Then you have two dice. One dice has uh, pictures on it. One dice has, uh, I, I don't know, it's a okay. whole complicated thing. And then you have this board and you got to move your pieces around. You get points if you do that and you get a special and you got to build a house and then put a hotel there and do this and it's kind of like building societies that's okay. what you're doing but it's an awfully I'm complicated intrigued. way i want i want to play this it. now yeah. you'd love it because it makes no sense whatsoever you'd love it <laughs> if, if, if just a time wasting makes no sense whatsoever but so i get roped into the new year's eve game but luckily 50 shades of gray is right, on, so i got luckily. dakota uh, johnson's boobs to look at and then on new year's day I say to myself, okay, Brian, for once in your fucking miserable life, just be the guy who says, who wants to play Catan? So I say, who wants to play Catan? And everybody who's exhausted from the night before says, okay, we'll play a game. Astrid's like, are you sick? Is everything okay with you? Do you have COVID? What's going on? Why would you, you know, I don't understand. Why do you want to play? And I'm like, I want to play. You don't have to play if you don't want to play. No, I want to play. You don't, Brian, don't, don't do it because you think you have to. I go, no, 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 no. I, I want to play. I, I, me, I'm, I'm starting the board game. Look at me. I'm such yeah. a big part of the family. <laughs> I'm the guy it. who's initiating it. I'm like the <laughs> ringleader of this. I know, but you know, don't feel like you have to. I feel like you feel like you have to because I feel like you want to. No, 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 babe, babe. Look at me. Look at my eyes. Look how sincerely I want to play Catan. <laughs> you didn't understand. Of all the things that are on my list of things to do in 2024, playing fucking Catan is the number one thing. So please, let me start just, this just game. do it. The entire game. You don't have to play. Are you tired? You want to go to bed? You don't have to play. Don't worry about it. And then Gustavo is like, Gustavo. He's like, it's okay, brother. It's okay. I, I, know, I know I was busting your balls, but you don't have to play. You don't have to play. <laughs> So now in my head, I'm like, they don't like that I'm playing. Like, they don't really want me to play the right. game. Right. No, they enjoyed ribbing you yeah. about it. They enjoyed, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they never really wanted me to play the game. They just wanted to. Because it was actually their little thing. That's right. It was. They the, had that you weren't, you were being a party pooper. So that was their thing now. Now you're diagnosing me like I'm <laughs> diagnosing you. Yes. That's one healthy thing we do here on the commercial break is talk about other people's mental health. And yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Now that's how I feel. Right now in my head, I've got this whole thing going on. I'm like, okay, do they want me to play or do they not want me to play? And so we're playing this game. Well, they might not have also wanted you to play because you didn't understand how to play. Well, that's true. Also, I just was kind of, <laughs> and, and you know, anything that I do or I'm not really 100% into it, I'm that kind of guy who wears my heart on my sleeve. Like if I'm bored, upset, uninterested, you're going to know it. Yeah. Because I have that resting, uninterested face. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. They're trying to explain it to me, and I'm like, I don't say a word. I'm like, uh-huh. And in my head, I'm like, I don't fucking understand a word these people are saying. <laughs> I don't know how to play this game. Can't we stick with Monopoly? At this point, I'm like, break out the clue, because yeah, I'd rather right. play the clue. Because <laughs> at least I have some running understanding of how to play that. So... If we're going on, this game is going on, the football is on in the background, you know, so at least I've got something that could, like, a double double interesting thing that's going on. Right. So, I, at some point, and then we're talking not very long into the game, this game can last, like, two hours. Yeah. And we're, like, 30, 40 minutes in. And they've been asking me the entire time, are you sure you want to play? Like, you don't have to play. You don't look like you want to play. And I'm like, oh, my God, I fucking want to play. Shut up. Now I'm miserable because they're asking me all the time. <laughs> and then Astrid's like, ah. Oh. 
I'm so tired. I think I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker, how many nights have I been laying in that bed till one, two, three o'clock in the morning while you guys row it up over here having a gay old time with fucking Catan? Right. And, and now-, now I start the game and everyone wants to leave. I think uh, I'm just they, a miserable prick. They just didn't. It became their th- If you were in on Catan from the beginning, see, then it would have been okay. But now, but since you poo pooed Catan for so long, then it became their thing. Once you're the miserable board game guy, you can never un. Yeah, then, you can then, never undo it. No, right? yeah, they always like, think. Eh, yeah, they always think I have join. an ulterior motive for playing the game. Now <laughs> ah, they're like, he wants to I, join. I, pinchy gringo with fajina. Plus, exactly, <laughs> they, they can like talk their Spanish too, you mm-hmm. know. And now they have to mm-hmm. speak. Your now they have to speak English. That's right. It's a big inconvenience for everybody, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they still speak Spanish. Right. And let me tell you something also about playing board games with uh, Astrid and Gustavo here. I'm going to share a little family secret. These two, I've never met two more competitive people in my entire life. <laughs> the whole family is like this, but Astrid and Gustavo I love, are... I love the competition, too. They are with the so games. competitive. Mm-hmm. Every turn takes 15 fucking minutes with those two because they got to yell and scream at each other about who got what <laughs> and who's doing what. You can, like, trade cards and all this other stuff. And... <laughs> And then ask, and Gustavo, <laughs> and so finally at one point during the New, Year, the New Year's Day game, I'm like, guys, this will go a lot quicker if you two would fucking stop arguing about everything. But no, it doesn't, it doesn't end. It never ends. They're always doing this thing. But then, you know, to get up and leave during the middle of the game, I was like, uh, you're hurt. What the fuck? <laughs> what? I thought we were going to play the game. Turn on Fifty Shades of Grey. Let me see some tits. I'll be fine. <laughs> That's all I want. Dakota Johnson's tits. That's all I want. <laughs> that Fifty Shades of Grey is the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen, by the way. Have you seen this movie? I have not seen the movie. Oh, movies. my God, no. Chrissy. You got to get on that. Get on that and watch it like we watch Mountain Monsters. Watch it as it was intended. What do you think Jeff and I are doing? Pure comedy. Oh, watch I don't, it. They'll need to watch the movie. Oh. Oh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to go there, but now that you opened up that can of worms. <laughs> I'm kidding. But according to what your brain thinks that we do. I oh, know. yes. Oh, yes. I know there was one door you didn't open during the house tour, and I was like, Red Room. <laughs> Red Room. <laughs> Did I tell you the story about the lawyer that I had one time? No. I had this lawyer, and he when I worked in real estate, I had a lawyer. Loved the guy. And uh, he, it turned out that he lived like two streets behind me. He had just bought a house two streets behind where I lived uh-huh. when I was living downtown. And so uh, after the girl that I lived with ran off without her dog and right. all of <laughs> I remember that house. All of my self worth and left her dog. <laughs> then uh, I, you know, I'm back out on the streets and <laughs> back out on the streets with your scabies. <laughs> yeah, with my scabies, <laughs> scratching, <laughs> calling D. Hey D. <laughs> hey D, you got anything for scabies? <laughs> Cocaine. That'll help my scabies. That'll help my itching. <laughs> So uh, he moves into this house, right? Like a couple weeks after the, after I uh, broke up with this girl. <laughs> and so I go to his house one night for a party. We're all there. We're hanging out. It's like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. And there's a lot of partying going on, a lot of drinking and drugging and all this other stuff. And I am the last man standing at this party, which is fine because I like this guy and we're having a good yeah. time. We're chitting, chatting it up. And he's a very interesting and, and, and intellectual human being, which is the exact opposite of me <laughs> and uh i like getting into intellectual discussions with people who know what they're talking about 
because then I don't have to pretend that I know what I'm talking about. It makes me feel better exactly. when someone else does Plus the talking. Exactly, you can learn little snippets for yourself. Well, yeah, I, I've often said I know a whole bunch <laughs> right. about a whole little. Right. Or, excuse me, I know a whole little about a whole bunch. Yes. It's the other way around. So he, we're there. We're a little fucked up. And he goes, hey, man, you want to see something? Like, I don't want you to think I'm weird, but you want to see something? And I'm like, you don't want me to think you're weird. Now I'm thinking, here we go. I'm getting murdered by my lawyer. This is like a bad Sean Penn movie. It's about to get started. You know, uh, 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 sure. Yeah. Okay. You know, why not? I'm up for game. Oh, don't think I'm weird. He yeah, runs. I mean, you, I mean, does somebody say no at that point? Like, no, because you're, right, all, no, no. Yeah, you're all fucked up and half <laughs> and your brain uh, is like, he's going to murder me. And the other half is very like, interesting. I'm never going to go to sleep because of the drugs. But then I'm never going to go to sleep because I'm always going to wonder what, what was I was supposed to see. to see. And what do you say? No, actually, I, I don't yeah. want to see anything interesting. Nah. <laughs> no, I'm good. I, I woke up this morning. I said, I don't want to see anything interesting today. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Right? Uh, so he goes, he, he has like these huge Built-in bookcases, beautiful house, huge booked in, uh, built-in bookcases. He goes, he gets a step stool. He goes up to the top shelf, which is like, you know, 11 feet in the air. He grabs out of this bowl a set of keys. Oh. And then he's like, come on. And I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> it's the basement where dead right. people are right. <laughs> or something. He's got a coffee. He's got a dog fighting ring going on <laughs> downstairs or some shit. I yeah. don't know. A cop fighting? I don't know. I have no idea. A poker game with, you know, in, enslaved poker dealers. I'm not sure what's going on. But uh, he walks over to a room that I just didn't even, you know, it's his house. I don't, I'd never been there, so I didn't yeah. know. It's in between the bathroom and his bedroom. And I thought it was a closet when I went to the bathroom. But of course, I was all fucked up, too. So I probably <laughs> wasn't thinking much about the locked bedroom. And he unlocked, there's a deadbolt on mm -hmm. this room. And that's the first time I noticed that there's a fucking deadbolt on the room. Now I am really nervous. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, what did I get myself into? Maybe I should have said, no, I don't want to see anything interesting today. <laughs> he opens up that room, pitch black. He flips on the light, and it is a red room. And yeah. I mean a serious red room. Sex swing, yeah. leather table, uh, built-in bookshelves mm -hmm. uh, with special lights on them, a glass case with all kind of dildos and yeah, bilbo sex room. It is a sex room. And I mean, it is a verified sex there room. There was a whole series on Netflix like a year ago about this. Yeah, they did like a... Yeah, like, like where a, the woman was designing these for people. Oh, there yeah. was. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I got to get on that. I, yeah, I want a sex. It was room. like ten episodes, and yeah, and she would tailor her design to what really? each of them liked. Yeah. Really? Oh, it was very fascinating. See, if we weren't doing this stupid fucking podcast, I could turn this into a red room. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going to turn this into a red room. I'll probably spend less money and make more. <laughs> yeah, I'll have more fun. You've already got the with camera the equipment. Oh yeah, that's true. I could tape it all. <laughs> so I mean, this thing was just like impressive yeah. it was like there was weird wallpaper on the wall the whole, it was moody yeah red lights the whole thing uh -huh. was just done up correctly right <laughs> and i was like wow you did this you just moved in two weeks ago <laughs> and he's like well i took ownership of the house about a month and a half ago and he's like and i had uh some people contractors come in yeah. and make this the way that i wanted to you know I didn't put the toys. I didn't have to put the toys in there. Right. But I just kind of told them what I needed. And I looked at the sex swing and I'm like, is that like hanging? And he's like, yep. They put an extra beam up there to yep. hang it to make sure that it would stay steady. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, you, <laughs> you really thought about this. He's like, Brian, I get more ass with this than you'd ever imagine. <laughs> this is the same set of lawyers that would celebrate a closing by taking us to the strip club where they had a permanent VIP table. 
Oh they, my God. You know, and I was telling you the story about how the, uh, his partner in the business was always like, hey, uh, give Brian a lap dance. Uh, here, give Brian two lap dances. I always felt so weird about it. And I'm yeah. like, no, no, I don't, you know, don't, sh- no, thank you anyway. I'm not going to get laid and you're just going to rile me up. And all I want to do is talk to you and find yes. out how your childhood went. Right, like, I'm right. one of those weird guys that you probably don't want to be involved with. But these guys, they got, they were always around attractive women, mm-hmm. right? And especially this guy who owned this house. So now it all made sense to me. Word got out. He went to the strip club. He met the one girl who said, yes, I'll go home with you or party outside of the facility or whatever. Because he's also a nice guy. He was nice. He was interesting. He was a lawyer. Like, I mean, you know, there was what, why wouldn't you want to go hang out with him? Sure. But I picked up on it. This guy took one girl home. They had a great night. He took her to the red room, and then word slowly got out around the facility, yeah, around the spread. strip club, that, you know, hey, this guy has mm-hmm. it going on. Mm-hmm. He, this guy was like a twinky little dude. I mean, he was like skinny. He was an attractive <laughs> guy, but he was like super skinny, a little bit tall, kind of gangly looking, and he always had attractive women around him. And so I thought to myself, I should do a red room. If I was at all interested in pain, I would absolutely do this. If I was at all interested in giving pain, I would do this. If I was comfortable with sex toys or anything but the missionary position, I would do this. And it doesn't have to be about pain. <laughs> watch the show on Netflix. I'm going to watch the show on You've Netflix. You've got to. No, it's not. I'm just making a joke. I'm not going to have a red room. I'm going to have a yellow room. You know where the crazy people go with all the soft walls and stuff? That's what Padded I want. walls? Yes. Can I get a love sack in my red room? <laughs> With a TV that has only TLC, my 600-pound life playing 24 hours a day. That's my kind of turn on. You know what I'm saying? That's where I get hot and bothered. <laughs> Give me Dr. Nazarden. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's take a break. We're going to be back. we got lots of new stuff. Thanks for joining. Hey, season number five, by the way. Yes, I know. Welcome I wanted to, to say season this. five. Yeah, welcome to season five. I want to throw this, uh, this kind of a throwaway line, but I don't know what to make of it. There okay. is a guy named Skip who is a longtime listener of the show. And uh, he's been listening for a year What's or two. What's up, Skip? What's up, Skip? And he has, you know, on Apple, you can like change your review periodically, right? You know, oh, You okay. can put a review, but then you can also change the review. Okay. So Skip, who has also communicated with us outside of Don't the... Don't tell everybody that because... The, oh, yeah, that's true. Because then they're going to change it to four stuff to a star. Anybody that has I, given us a great yeah. review is going to be like, eh. I don't know what's... Uh, anyway, okay. I don't want to get into all the minutia, but... So he wrote, he changed a review and wrote that this podcast called uh, Hillbilly Horror Stories. Oh, right. Do you remember this? Yes. So at first, I think we thought he was just trying to put a plug in for Hillbilly Horror Stories. Right. But it turns out that they were talking about our show and talking about it, not because we paid them to talk about it, because they just were interested in the show. And something about something, some, the podcast is moving somewhere or it needs a plug, it needs a, a shout out or whatever. So I'm going to take a leap of faith here. And I never do this. We never plug other podcasts. But I'm going to say, if you are interested in this kind of thing, horror, uh, Hillbilly Horror Stories is a podcast that has been nice to the commercial break and said things. You can go there and take a listen. And I know that we never do this, but I'm just shouting out because I, I like Skip and that's why I'm doing it. All right. Okay. We so there it. you go. I yeah. said it. Hillbilly Horror Stories. They need your, they need your patronage. <laughs> if you're interested, please go over there and take a listen. And that's the one cross promo I'm doing this year. So fuck you, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> we'll be back. 
Are you mindlessly scrolling Instagram right now? How about throwing us a follow at The Commercial Break and also at TCB Podcast on TikTok. Check out our website, tcbpodcast.com, to find absolutely everything you could ever want to know about us. And if you simply can't stay away, call us and leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3. Or you can text us at 855-TCB-8383. While you're contemplating divulging your life dramas to us, have a listen to our sponsors. You know you love me. XOXO Gossip Girl. Hey, everybody, wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Okay, do you want to know what the single biggest challenge for me as a single person was? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking nutritious meals. Do you want to know what the biggest challenge for me as a human with 25 to 60 family members living in my house? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking a nutritious meal. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's a big stress point around here. And since I don't really know how to cook, that stress often falls on other family members. But this holiday season, we're going to try something different. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help us fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to our door. Because Factor's never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, all you have to do is heat and enjoy. You can choose from over 35 weekly-flavor-packed, fresh and never-frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. And guess what? It's all delivered right to your front door. With Factor, we can be assured that we're making sustainable choices. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. Hey, look at that, a company who's trying to do some good. So head to factormeals.com slash commercialbreak50 and use the code commercialbreak50 to get 50% off. That's code commercialbreak50 at factormeals.com slash commercialbreak50 and get 50% off. We also want to thank Factor for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. This episode is sponsored in part by Squarespace. Back in 2020, when we first started the commercial break, Astrid and I would pick up consulting jobs helping other quote-unquote creative types get their podcasts up and going. And one of the services that we offered was to build them a website. I used the word build, but that may be overselling what we did because we used Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just starting a new business, you're a creative type that needs an outlet, or you've had a business for a while and and need a new web presence? Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything on your terms. I used to work in the internet marketing business, and one of the things that I sold at that business was search engine optimization. Search engine optimization could cost tens of thousands of dollars a month, but Squarespace has SEO tools built into the platform. And another thing I really like about Squarespace is their ability to help you build a course that you can market and sell online. Plus, you're going to need to get paid for that course, and Squarespace has all the payment tools built in. Go to squarespace.com right now for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash commercial to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. And thanks to Squarespace for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break.
I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm going to share that I've been going through a difficult time lately with one of my family members. No trauma, no huge drama, just a difficult situation that I'm trying to navigate. It's times like these when I'm grateful I've got a therapist that I can speak with. Therapy for me is the release valve. It's a place I can go and speak to an objective third party about even the smallest of details in my life. I've been using therapy for many years to help me navigate these difficult situations, but then to also work on some of the bigger issues we as human beings all experience. And I'd like to think it's making me a little bit of a better person. If you haven't given therapy a try, or it's been a while since you've been to therapy, I'd like to recommend BetterHelp. BetterHelp is designed to be easy, convenient, and fits your schedule. It's all online. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for any reason, no additional cost. Whether you're trying to work through some big traumatic event, or you're just having trouble getting through the minutia of life, therapy can help. You can start today and get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash commercial today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash commercial. Take a few minutes, prioritize your own well-being, and you can start at BetterHelp.com slash commercial. Get 10% off that first month. And we want to thank BetterHelp for being a continuing sponsor of the commercial break. Do you subscribe to, like, the theory that you need to do a cleanse every once in a while? Yeah, I think so. But I'm not talking, like, an alcohol cleanse. I'm talking, like, a cleanse cleanse. Like, a, I don't know. Uh, like a fast? Yeah, like a fast or a food cleanse or only lemon juice or whatever the fuck people are doing these days. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You don't do it. No. No, but no. I try and add those in, you know, every yeah. once in a while. We just got a new juicer I'm oh. excited about. Okay. So. Well, let me tell you. It's all bullshit, so don't do it. <laughs> I have been doing a deep dive, and I, I don't want to do videos on this, but I just want to talk about it for a second. I've been doing a deep dive on vitamin supplements because I take about 160 of them at night, and I'm, I don't feel any better or any worse about it. And then I've had friends, especially one friend, who every year they do an intense cleanse. Yeah. Like we're talking 20-day cleanse. Yeah. Only drinking prune juice or whatever the, whatever the hell the new thing is, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they only do this cleanse because they think for some reason it's going to clean out their body, make their blood more pure. I'm not even sure what, they, what the end goal is. Maybe it's really about self-control. Maybe at the end of the day it's can I do it. It's right. a goal That's they're trying true. to set. Mental. That I get. Mm -hmm. But for any kind of physical purposes, I've always felt it does more damage than it possibly could good. Because how is drinking prune juice for 20 fucking days straight doing anything except letting your poop slide through you? Yeah. Do you know no, what I'm you saying? You have to have other nutrients besides They're, just what's in the prune juice. Oh, yeah. Or absolutely. the lemon juice or the whatever. So I am guilty of this, too, because I think these two have got to go hand in hand is these cleanses and then taking supplements to somehow replace something that's missing in mm. your average diet. The only thing that's missing in my average diet, I think, is actual healthy food. But if I had the healthy food, if I could just <laughs> capture that healthy food part, 
There is no supplement that has ever been shown, not the kind you buy at the store, that has at most supplements that have been shown to do any kind of good for you. They may not do damage, but they don't do any good yeah, for you. They don't no, replace I to some it. level. I Did you to, listen to that? I listened to something on this a while back. Yeah. So I've been right about this. Not because I had some kind of intellectual you know, <laughs> uh, know-how or uh, understanding of what goes on. What I did think was, wow, this seems kind of ridiculous. Why would you do a cleanse like this? And how could it possibly be doing any good for your body when you're not actually getting nutrients in your fucking body? How yeah. is that possible? And I've read multiple articles over the last couple of months that say that I was right. See, Chrissy, this is twice in the podcast history where I have been right. I was right about NFTs, and I'm right about cleansing. Cleansing only serves to make you feel better mentally. It does not serve any kind of physical purpose. And so many scientists and doctors are saying this. So I got this guy on Facebook, and he's constantly on Instagram. He's constantly talking about his next cleanse, his next juice <laughs> fast, his next, he's going to, you know, he's going to supercharge his adromedetorus because he's got some super cleanse that he's now tapped into from the ancient Incas and Mayan ruins. And they, you know, he got the tablet and they sent it from high and, you know, God told him this and whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, you are a fucking moron. What are you doing to your body? You're killing yourself. You're just going on endless cleanses for no reason. Why don't you just eat? Just eat like a normal human being and everything will turn all right. I got news for you. Our number is going to be up no matter fucking what, right? At some point, the number is up. Mm -hmm. Doing juice cleanses ain't going to add like years onto your life. And why would you want it to? Come on! Who really <laughs> wants to live past 90? Anybody? <laughs> These juice cleanses and then my supplement intake is ridiculous. And it makes nonsense whatsoever. It just makes me feel better in my brain. It doesn't actually do anything for me. So I have committed in the year of 2024 to reduce my intake of supplements okay. because they are really not doing anything for me. I, however, will still take some of them because they make me feel better <laughs> yes, about myself. Exactly. <laughs> I can't like go of the notion. <laughs> so the whole point is, no matter how much science I read about this, I'm still, still convinced <laughs> that some of it is doing good for me. Well, I take like, what, what supplements do you take? What are you taking? Uh, I what's do what's like going on a, over there in your bathroom? An omega. Ooh, omega. Like the fish oil stuff. Oh, I love the fish oil. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Makes and me feel so good about it, myself. It <laughs> it's supposed to be good for me. It makes me feel good about my cholesterol. <laughs> and then I take a multivitamin. That's Ooh, it. Ooh, yeah, those multivitamins. Man, mm -hmm. that pretty packaging makes me feel good. I'm going to be running. <laughs> just in case. I'm, I'm going to Centrum Silver next year. <laughs> yeah, just in case I'm missing 65. something. Yeah, you never know. You could be uh, low on uh, hydrocortis, whatever the fuck they <laughs> But like shit. I said, I, we got the juice. And I am going to start. I'm not going to do the juice cleansing, but yeah. I'm going to incorporate doing some juice, like maybe have a good mix of some juices for breakfast or something or I, with breakfast. I get that. Yeah. Totally understand that because that's part of eating better. Mm -hmm. It's getting your vegetables and your fruits. And I got the one that has the uh, pulp where you it has more pulp that you can add. So uh, that helps with fiber. Oh, so it's a pulpy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You like orange juice with pulp? You're a pulp kind of girl? Uh, well, it's just better for you, I think. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I've always said more pulping, more. <laughs> I don't even want to say it. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Yeah, I like some pulp. I do like some pulp too. Mm -hmm. I actually, I don't get the point of no pulp. Yeah. Like if you're going to have orange juice, like real orange juice, have some orange juice. Like yeah. chew on, I like to chew on my juices. <laughs> I, like I like when my juices have a little crunch to them. You know what I <laughs> Mmm, this pomegranate juice is delicious with the seeds all in it. 
I take uh, I take the Q-Canal, which is like uh, kind of like a fish oil. It's mm-hmm. like heart healthy, you know, blah, blah, blah. I take, uh, what, what else do I take? Uh, I take my multivitamin. Yeah. I take uh, Sol Palmetto. I take... What's uh, that? It's like a... It's something that's supposed to help you with like um, your prostate, essentially. Help okay. protect your prostate against growth, which, you know, at my age... <laughs> <laughs> At my advanced age, you got to worry about. I mean, I think I should have probably been taking it since I was 20 if I really wanted to do any help. But now I just feel like I'm doing something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's no proof that it does anything. But, you know, I'd like to spend $40 on salt palmettos. Yeah. I can eat seven of them a day. Uh, And then I take this thing for my joints. I take, um, what is that stuff that they use the horse nails for? Uh, uh, collagen. Collagen. Yes. So I take collagen. I, I do the collagen. I like so I do to, a scoop of collagen. Yeah, I like when horses die on my behalf and then they <laughs> shave their... Do you know that? Did you know that? It's like yeah. cow bones and horse nails. Yep. That's I did, gross. but I don't think about it. Yeah. I, now I'm trying to find the no horse. Like, they have no horse collagen out there. And I just think about that poor horse. Like... <laughs> Some weird guy from the factory just shaving his nails off, uh, <laughs> putting it into my vitamins. No, now I'm going to go home and check my, where my collagen's coming. You got to check. It's got to be no it's horse collagen. Yeah. Oh, you do the powder. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the worst. That's when what? that's straight no. from the farm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Seriously, Stop. I'm surprised that's not crunchy too. Little <laughs> 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 scoop in my tea. I just think of Mister. Oh, you put it in your tea too, mm-hmm. huh? You're mixing. You can't mix. Teas and supplements. Did you know that? Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something I thought in my brain. No. Don't do that. It helps it dissolve. Oh, it does? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't want to chew on that nail powder either. <laughs> I think of Mr. Ed. <laughs> uh, so, and then what else do I take? Uh, yeah, I'm up there. I'm taking... Um, uh, there's some other shit that I take. You know, I take so many of them at night. It's a. It takes me a half an hour to get through that pill routine. I swear. So last that night, so, so last night I cut out one of the. <laughs> I cut out one oh, of good. the vitamins. Yeah, it, it, it was like the Flintstone vitamin or whatever. The thing that I was taking that <laughs> I knew that it wasn't making me, but I still take that multivitamin, even though that's like the worst offender of them all. They're the most expensive, and they do nothing. And they say that in some cases, like an overdose of vitamin E or whatever it is, like having too much vitamin E is actually negative for you. So that's the. It's been ingrained in our heads, you know? I know, I know. Well, and I guess dating back to the times when it was first invented, there there was a need for it, you know? There was the, uh, what was it, when you didn't have enough vitamin C? Yeah, the Egyptians, they were like, low on vitamin <laughs> C. <laughs> low on vitamin C. <laughs> like when the people from the, the ships were coming over and they were getting, um, they were dying. <laughs> people in the ship. <laughs> I don't know if we want to go there. People in the ships. Uh, oh, you mean like the Mayflower? Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, they were dying because they were downstairs not getting any sunlight. The sun, yeah, I got well, you, It was the vitamin C. Oh, vitamin There's C. There's a lack of vitamin C. And so how do you think they first came upon vitamin C? That, that same thing that you were listening to explained the whole thing. <laughs> what? I wasn't listening to anything. I read it. Oh. Uh, okay. I'll send this to you. Oh, so they so then they found that a vitamin C supplement Deficiency could help you. Oh. was causing the illness, and so then they they started having oranges. What do you um, think? Like Columbus landed, and they said, "Run up some blood work, <laughs> make sure that Columbus." Is I forgot okay. how it happened. Some That's scientists crazy. isolated it. <laughs> yeah, I can see how this all goes down in my head. Uh, you know, it's whatever the Pilgrim times. And uh, some guy is shaving off some horse nails, right? And he's like, God damn, I don't want to be here for the rest of my life shaving horse nails. 
maybe I sell this to people and make yeah. them feel better about Some their life. Some of that life. stuff has been around for a yeah. while. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, if that horse can run, you know, 10 <laughs> miles per hour for an hour and a half because his joints are nice and healthy, whatever's coming out of that horse, we got to get that into you, right? And then they start shaving their nails and they're like, listen, this is as good as anything. I, I don't want to kill the horse because they're very expensive. But if you just want to take some of this nail powder and throw it down your gullet, I'm sure you're going to feel better. And then, well, are steroids the same thing as supplements? No, okay, because I've seen that change people dramatically. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've, I one of my friends got on uh, uh, testosterone, uh huh, and he swears by it. Right? He's like, Brian, gotta take testosterone, and I'm like, I'm not gonna take testosterone. His voice is lowered like six octaves. <laughs> He's got hair coming out of his eyeballs. He's like, he is he physically changed. <laughs> But I got to say, he's older than I am. And I do have to say this. Guy looks good. He's looking okay. good, right? He's looking like that guy at the gym yesterday. He looks good for his age. But he does have hair in weird places. And he looks a little red all the time. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like not tanning bed red, but like red like he's angry. And anytime he talks now, his like veins stick out of his neck. He's like, you got to try this. <laughs> like Frankie B? <laughs> yes, kind of. <laughs> Collagen 3000! <laughs> steroids are so healthy for you <laughs> when your body's not producing it just make fake ones and put it in there ah i i hear you bro but i'm a little concerned about the side effects of long-term testosterone yeah. use because if i know one thing first of all steroids are not a supplement that it directly affects your body that's an anabolic like you know glomming onto your blood cells or some what bullshit are they? It's a hormone, is essentially what it is. Testosterone is a hormone. Well, no, I, <laughs> I have testosterone. I'm talking about like the steroids. That's what it is. From the 80s, like when people... Anabolic steroids. Okay, is the, like, the ones that are banned. It's testosterone and or estrogen, right? It helps... Uh, that's all it is? That's all it is. Mm. I mean, that's not all it is. There's a lot of junk in there. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I didn't take steroids in the 80s. <laughs> I was a kid. I wasn't taking steroids in the 80s. <laughs> but... I do know that it's supposed to replicate some hormone in your body that helps with healing. Growth. Growth and healing is mm -hmm. really what it does. Mm -hmm. That's what, uh, you know, the, what's, who's that guy? The, the guy with the ball, one ball that did those bike races, Lance Armstrong. He was doing like blood transfusions. Uh -huh. What it was doing is it was replacing the it was replacing cells quicker than your body okay. could make them so that you had energy drive and mm. muscle tone to get to the next step which yep. was helping him greatly because of course you can't take an anabolic steroid you're being tested all the time yeah. but by having your blood transfused you get around you get around it the, Ooh, the length that guy, me. I know, the let's length just, that guy let's was just take our multivitamin. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, I don't feel so bad about my collagen because I look at my friend who's like, you know, 40, uh, 58 years old or whatever. He looks like, he looks like a 58-year-old man who's really in shape yeah. and really angry all the time. <laughs> and his eyes started to bulge too. So now I'm a little concerned for my brother. But what am I going to say to him? Because, you know, he feels good. He feels good. Yeah. He's not going to have any balls or, you know, penis length left when he gets done with it. But that's okay. You know, I thought if I take it. Everybody's on their own journey. Here's the only reason why I would take testosterone is A, if I had a deficiency or B, if it somehow made me a better lover. But I think there's you just. You need to get a red room. I'd. I think there's just a point of no return where you just have to agree with yourself that you are just not good at that part of your life and hope and pray that your wife finds a pool boy that does the job for you. you <laughs> That's go. all I got to say. You weren't here when I talked about how I got a sex toy for my 
vasectomy? Did, oh, you no. weren't here. Tina was mm-hmm. here. But remind me to tell you the follow up to that story. We won't do it today. But remind okay. me to tell you the follow up to okay. that story. Maybe next episode <laughs> we'll talk about it yeah. <laughs> because. It didn't turn out the way you thought? It didn't turn out at all. Oh, no, okay. Nothing came out. Let's put it that way. Not not because I was broken, but because I'm sure the sex toy is broken. It's got to be It's got to be somebody else's fault. Right, it is. The reason you didn't have an orgasm is because of you. <laughs> I mean, if you can't come in three seconds, then what am I supposed to do? What do you want me to do? Can't do all this work for nothing. Uh, okay, second break, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggy front. Off this conversation piggy, around piggy the supplements and the things that we need in our body. I'm going to piggy front it. <laughs> oh, God. And we are going to go into one of the more disturbing oh. trends that I have ever seen. Mm. I hope you just didn't have Yay. lunch, kids. Yeah. If you had, <laughs> hold on your breakfast for just a few more minutes. And if you've oh, had juice. lunch, yeah, you might want to wait a couple of hours on your juice. That's right. If you're on your juice cleanse, get ready for your juice to come out the wrong end because this is disturbing. We'll talk about it after the break. Ugh, finally. I feel like I was waiting forever for my turn to talk. Now that I have you, go to tcbpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video content and follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at tcbpodcast. Want it to be your turn to talk? Call us and spill the tea at 626-ASK-TCB3 and you may hear your voice on the show. You can also text us your tea at 855-TCB-8383 and boy, do we love to hear it. Anyway, take a listen to our sponsors and let's get back to the show. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like this set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can be sure that your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED lights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is sponsored in part by DraftKings Casino. It's springtime, warmer weather is here, maybe you're dreaming about relaxing by the beach, maybe you're going to get together with friends by the pool, or maybe you just want to chill out in your own bedroom. That's why DraftKings Casino is the perfect app to have on your phone or tablet. DraftKings Casino has the games you love to play, like blackjack and roulette, and even a few of your TV favorites, like $100,000 Pyramid. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players start with just 5 bucks and get $100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use the code COMMERCIAL to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or you can visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, 
Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per opt-in new customer. $5 wager required. Max $100 in casino credits awarded, which require a one-time playthrough within 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash promos. Restrictions do apply. Again, download the app and use the code commercial to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. Okay, you ready? I'm ready, I think. I don't even know if I'm ready. I have not watched this video. I was simply, I was sitting here in the studio last night doing some work, and all of a sudden, Astrid and Gustavo come in the door, and they're like, you have to look at this. This is content for the show. And I'm like, okay. And then they said the word poop, and I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I can't take poop. I cannot do poop. There's nothing about poop that I'm interested in. No. However, I think this is too newsworthy to pass up on. Okay. Now, I've told you on this show that I have had high colonics before. I had a high colonic, and it really did clean me the fuck out, right? It was a very interesting experience. Actually, maybe I haven't told this story on the show. I'll tell this. I've always wanted to maybe try one, but I've never done it. I'll tell you what. It was a very interesting experience. I bet. I've seen it done. You've seen it done. Well, I mean, on TV, when, you know, my reality shows, they go get them and whatever. (laughs) It's disgusting to think about, and it's really hard to imagine someone sticking a pipe up your ass and then just rinsing you out. But I do have to say... It didn't hurt. I mean, mm-hmm. and once I got the tube in, it yeah. didn't hurt. It hurt a little bit. I, 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 you know, <laughs> I haven't stuck too many things in my ass. So when I did get something stuck in my ass, it took a minute to get comfortable. Sure. Luckily, there was lots of lube. I'm telling you, if every time this happens to me every fucking time, it's like how I can't get on a plane without two fucking Bob and Tom sitting next to me. I never get a, a, an attractive woman or a regular human being talking to me. I always get some yeah, nudnik from somewhere. <laughs> Anytime that I go into a medical facility where my asshole or my balls are going to be exposed, fucking, you know, nurse Dua Lipa walks in. Olivia (laughs) Ponton's there doing my Kai colonic. (laughs) So when I walk into the facility, it's nice. Looks like a spa. And then you walk and then they take you back to a room that's very nice. Looks like a massage room, right? Mm -hmm. It's dark, lit, and they have the candles and soft music playing. But then they have this machine and it's got two circles inside the machine like clear circles imagine like you go to your favorite yogurt place and like do <laughs> diy yogurt where you have to pull the little handle mm-hmm. and you know those machines that are constantly swirling around the yogurt well these two machines are going to constantly swirl around your shit to clean you out <laughs> it's really weird and or it's uh, basically swirling in yes well it's swirling in and, swir- and out okay in and out so okay. one goes in and one goes out right okay. it's like right. a whole system yeah. they have going on there they push it in and they pull it out they change directions basically <laughs> this big <laughs> have this big button they press <laughs> and uh so i go in there and the lady at the reception who's just very nice yeah lady and she, oh, okay mr green get you disrobe from the waist did you just down. do it on your own or did no, you no, do no 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 disrobe from the waist down no, not, I mean, I didn't not perform it on yourself. I mean, did you do it? Did oh, no, 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 no. You just went on. No, went I did this with Raphael, the- who has all the fucking really good ideas. It's like convinced high colonic. I knew it. I knew <laughs> of course. It. I knew it. But you know what? It was actually my suggestion. Yeah. I, I brought it up, and then I, I didn't really think we were going to go do it, and then he was like 100% in. Yeah. He went hard. He was like, no, we're going. We're going this Saturday. I'm making an appointment. And we went out to the middle of Bumblefuck, Georgia, and I was uncomfortable with how far we had to drive to get a high colonic. Like, if you have to drive this far, it, we live in Atlanta. It's like this, you know, 11th largest city in the country. It's not like we live in some, you know, tiny little town. 
And so, but we had to drive hours to get to this place. I swear to God, we were driving for like two hours in the morning and I had a cup of coffee and I already felt like I had to poop. And then I walk in and then she tells me to disrobe and I get my, I got my hairy ass hanging everywhere. You know, my hairy flat ass hanging everywhere. And, and then she's like, and she's like, okay. And the technician will be in in a minute. And I'm like, okay, I'm thinking like some dude's going to come in, right? You know, some like orderly or something, you know, some medical professional's going to come in. Yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like, you know, okay. You know, dude to dude, hairy asshole to hairy asshole. We're going to, we're going to talk. Talk about it, right? You know, I'm just throwing this over your ass and I'm cleaning you out. All right, bro. Cool. Uh, fourth and long. Go for touchdown. Ohio State. Rah, rah, rah. Sis, boom, bah. Like, I'm figuring I'm going to, you know, it's going to be a, a, like a, I'm, there's going to be somebody there to comfort me. What walks in is a fucking 23-year-old Olivia Ponton lookalike. A beautiful woman. And she's like, hi, I'm Cindy. I'm a hair technician today. And immediately I'm like, god damn, why does this always happen to me? No, what? I'm never going to get laid again. Because the only thing that beautiful women see is my, you know, uh, black and blue balls after my vasectomy. <laughs> my hairy asshole. Or, you know, my limp dick is, is shrunk because it's cold in the office. So uh, she rolls me over or she tells me to roll over. I, she grabs the gown. She throws it up. And she's like, okay, have you ever had something, you know, inserted into your anus? And I'm like, no, no, I've never had something inserted into my anus. And she's like, okay, we're going to use the small tube. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you get small, tiny, little thing. <laughs> As small as you get. Do you have a straw? <laughs> Let's put a straw in there. He's the small one. So she fires up the machine. It starts making this weird noise. And I'm like, oh my God, that's loud. Jeez. And my gut's going to come out? Like, I'm now I'm afraid that there's too much suction. So I'm like talking to her like a little child, right? I'm like, is, it, is that too much suction? And she's like, we haven't even gotten started yet. And I'm like, I know, but it sounds like a lot of suction. And she's like, we do this all the time. Trust me, you're going to be fine. She's like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to insert this into your anus. I'm going to push water in, and then out's going to come the, the dirt, you know, all that gunk, all that buildup from all that time. And I'm like, what's going to come out is baby <laughs> laxative, Colombian cocaine, Bud Light, and tar from all the cigarettes I'm smoking. That's all. That's it. And pizza from <laughs> Chrissy Hoadley. <laughs> Domino's pizza right. from last night from Chrissy Hoadley. <laughs> so she sticks that thing in my – it took her like, you know, good – couple seconds to get that thing in there because i just i was clinching because sure. I, I didn't want anything in my butt like, yeah you know you can't but glance. and you finally get... it got up there and i and it, I, I got comfortable i found a position where it was okay and she's like okay here we go and and you could feel it going in and yeah. going out going in and going out going and going a little further in each time she did it it mm -hmm. was warm it didn't feel like anything but all of a sudden, I could feel my gut just kind of like yeah like i don't know it did feel like i was getting cleaned out a little bit what I did notice when I walked in was that there's another door inside of this room. And so as she's doing the clock, this takes about 15, 20 minutes for her to do the whole thing, right? As we're talking because that's the only way that I can keep my <laughs> yeah. composure here is by you know, trying to pretend uh, like I'm a normal human. Long. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm such a moron. Like she doesn't get this with every guy that comes in. So you've been here long? <laughs> what are you doing next Tuesday night? <laughs> I uh I drink a lot of Bud Light and do cocaine occasionally. Would you like to join me? <laughs> you got to drive yourself. It's way too far for me to pick you up. And I don't have a driver's license, so that there's that. <laughs> so she's doing this, and she explains to me. She goes, 
okay, well, this is the first part of the procedure. That, and I'm like, there's two parts. And she's like, though, the next part is that you're going to go to the, you're going to use the restroom, which is right here, this door. And then she walks over, she opens it up and she goes, I'm going to keep the door open because when I take this out, you, I'm going to leave the room and you're going to have to shuffle over to that toilet right. as fast Quit. as possible. She's like, because you will not be able to hold that liquid in like that. And she goes, and there's always going to be liquid. I can't like suck it all out. That's, yeah. that's not. You can't do that, right? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, literally, oh, shit. Kristen Joy Hoadley. (laughs) As soon as she took... I mean, she, like, sprinted out the door. She was like, bloop. And then she she sprints out the door. (laughs) Yeah. And I turn over, and I was like, oh. And I run, 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 15 steps to the little bathroom. And as soon as I start to sit down, it's like, it just came out. It was like, and it came out for a day. I was on that toilet forever. I didn't know when it was going to end. The whole procedure took an hour because 40 of it was me trying to get the rest of it out. And it wasn't anything. It was just water. It was just warm water. Chrissy. (laughs) Not not only, I mean, thank God they had like plenty of wet wipes and extra napkins and all this other stuff. I clean myself up. I definitely need a shower. I'm feeling disgusting and gross now. But when I stand up, I feel so much better. My gut felt so much better. Nice. I was like, wow, this really worked. I've never done it again right. since. <laughs> now I just take supplements. Yeah. <laughs> I just take smooth move tea. It works the same. Okay. That's not the point here. Seven minutes in. Here's the point. The point is that people are using other people's poop to supplement what they think is the right bacteria for their gut. Mm. Okay? I don't want to say anything else. We're going to let this be explained in a short documentary that we're about to watch. Oh, God. Now, thank God you're listening. We're going to have to watch it here, but thank God you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready for this? I don't know know which episode of the commercial break is going to be stranger, but this has got to be at the top of them. Okay. (laughs) I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do. Okay, here we go. Or as Astrid and Gustavo do. As Astrid and Gustavo do. Thanks, Astrid and Gustavo. If we lose all our listeners, I'm blaming them. They're not going to be able to blame me for this one. All right, here we go. So what we need to do is we first get your little blender thingy, open up the poo. Oh! Oh! And we put it in. And I don't even know how much to put in. I just kind of guesstimate. Okay, so let me explain what's going on here. Well, there's not a picture of poop on the screen. There is a lady who is taking a like a, a water bottle that you would see, like a shaker water bottle, right? <laughs> and she is putting human feces inside of that water bottle and pouring a liquid on top of it. It looks like she's on. doing this in her kitchen. Oh, yeah. I hope she invites me over for dinner God. real soon. <laughs> It's like people sometimes when they have cats, and I'm like, oh, don't, don't, please don't go on the counter. Please don't go on the counter. Really tight, otherwise shit might literally hit the fan. She is making a milkshake out of it. <gasps> she put some kind of liquid in there. Yeah, I can't imagine that liquid takes care of the poop. Like, does it de? Oh, eat. What you're watching is the preparation of a homemade faecal microbiota transplant, or as it's known, FMT. Yes, that's a poo transplant, and it might seem gross, but it's currently saving lives and potentially treating the untreatable. How is this saving mm. lives? I'd like to, I'm interested. Now I'm interested. Okay, tell me how this is saving lives. However, no matter how bad I am on my deathbed, Chrissy, do not allow them to do a poop transplant for me. <laughs> okay. Please, please. Hi, Kalonic. I'll accept that. 
poop transplant where I have to drink a poop shake. Because this lady just made a poop shake, guys. A poop shake. She didn't even, it's not like they took the bacteria and some, you know, chemically, scientifically generated something. This is actual poop shake. One day there'll be a koala here. Would it be awesome if there was a koala? My name's Alex. I'm an ecologist. My name's Jane. And I'm not any kind of ologist because I have bipolar disorder and I've had it for the last 20 years of my life. My experience of bipolar has been this intense rollercoaster ride of debilitating depression for weeks and months on end when I can hardly even get out of bed to extravagant highs where I feel like I'm God. The first time she got manic, I had no idea what was going on. Um, That was really traumatic. To have the person that you love... I didn't realize the poop shake video was going to get so serious so quickly. (laughs) (laughs) If these people tell me that poop can make you not bipolar, uh, I'm going to be doing a lot more research on this. I'm going to give it to Blue. No, (laughs) what's going to happen to her? I always thought bipolar disorder was caused by trauma. I would sit there and I'd be like, okay, I love myself. I love my friends. I love my life. I love my husband. Why do I want to die? After exhausting all standard treatment, Jane looked for alternative options. In desperation, she tried FMT. There was a study and basically um, the hypothesis at the end of the mice study was there could possibly be a link between mental illness and gut ecology. Whoa. Do you Mm. believe this? Well, the gut, they're learning more and more about all of the gut microbes and biomes and how that does affect your Mm. brain. So really? that part, but I don't know if you have to eat. <laughs> you said there's like a more scientific this. way to yes, do this? Yes, I think so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is just so disturbing to me. But if it's saving lives, then uh, okay. Enough for me. What do I need? Poo. Who's got poo? Alex. So I gave it a go. Who's got poo? You don't have poo. <laughs> Her food's not working. Yeah, that's true. I felt like I had nothing to lose except a couple of seconds of dignity every time we do it. Basically, you've separated the runny stuff from the solids and it's ready to be put in the enema bottle. So here we go. Moment of truth. Don't get pooey hands. Oh, so they're inserting it. Oh, so they're inserting Mm. it into the anus. Oh, okay. See, Gustavo and Astrid need to watch the whole video, too, because they ran in here and told me people were drinking poop shakes. And I was like, can't be true. There's no way. Or maybe I needed to do more research and actually watch the video before we put it on. But I I can only stomach it once. Honestly, I can't. I can't do it. And FMT is you make a sick person well again by transplanting good bugs into their gut. But using it to treat bipolar like Jane is controversial, to say the least. I'm not willing to wait 20 years for peer-reviewed science. I've already lost 20 years of my life to this horrible... Well, is it working for her now? I have to assume that if you have a video crew from Vice at your front door, something's going right or terribly wrong. One of the two. Illness. But aren't you worried about other illnesses that come from poop? Right. Like listeria and dysentery. Yeah, that's waste. Yes. It's not the bot. I mean, I understand like the gut biome and all that other stuff, but there's got to be some scientists out there who can replicate that gut biome. There is. Oh. Um, it's robbed me of everything. I'm holding a poo enema, and the next stage we will not film on national television. This goes in the bum. You know, when you enter a relationship with anybody, there's kind of like expectation of certain body fluids that you share, but this shit is next level. (laughs) Fair enough. She seems pretty clear-headed about this, actually. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm Nick Talley. I'm a gastroenterologist, and my area of study is what's called neurogastroenterology. Ah, that's just made up. All these scientists making up words for themselves. So I study the link between the gut and the brain. It's possible FMT might work for some people with mental illness, but it's too early to be sure. I think that's the summary. Animal models suggest it may have a role in some cases. In humans, not much information. The problem. Well, yeah, because how do you convince people to take right. other people's poo and put it up your ass? Yeah. I mean, that's that seems insane to me. Yeah. But if she finds relief from it, like if there's actual relief from it, how can you argue it, right? Yeah, I guess no. her case worked. Yeah. Risks, I think. It's more about you know who your donor is needs to be properly screened for infectious diseases. I know people are trying this at home, but I wouldn't recommend it at this time. Hell the fuck no. No, no you don't. By the way, I, I don't imagine our commercial break listeners are dumb enough to do this on their own. But don't do this on your own, please. <laughs> While people across the country are trying fecal transplants for various conditions, there's only one it's medically proven to treat. Sanding wood? <laughs> I know. Why are they showing us a table a, being yeah, they made? Have a table being sanded. I'm Charlotte, and uh, I'm a single mother. In um, 2015, I had C. diff for six months, so I lost in that time, I lost about 15 kilos. Um, and I just got really weak. I couldn't do much, I couldn't work. Um, my son pretty much had to fend for himself, cook his own meals, and get himself off to school. Yeah, I felt very fatigued and, and debilitated most of the time. C. diff is a bacterial infection often caused by overuse of antibiotics. Mm. For severe or recurrent cases of C. diff, the standard treatment is more antibiotics, but they only work in 26% of cases. FMT on the other hand... Yeah, that's not kind of odds I like. No. <laughs> so if someone said you have C. diff and you need to shoot poo up your ass, uh, maybe. We'll talk about it. <laughs> and it has a success... Can I get Olivia Ponton to do it? Thank right. you. ...this rate of 86%, and the results are almost immediate. The more I read about FMT, the more it made sense. It was just like putting compost on a garden. There's still only... No, it's not like putting compost yeah, on a garden. Quite. God, But I guess you have to tell yourself something in order to get through that kind <laughs> yeah, of treatment. Yeah. A handful of clinics in Australia willing to perform an FMT, and even fewer in the public system. It was horrendously expensive, like between five and $10,000 to do it. And so I just thought, Okay, I've got to try and find a donor locally that's going to help me. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, say, mate, you mind if I root around your toilet over there and <laughs> grab some of your shit? You look really sexy and I just need a donor. No, don't worry about communicable diseases and dysentery and dysentery and all that other stuff. All I need is for you to shit in my cup. I'm going to put it on my cereal. <laughs> Do this. Charlotte's home FMT didn't work. She doesn't know why, but she couldn't wait to find out. One of the problems with faecal transplants is we actually don't know how to give them optimally. It's an ethical... Oh, sounds great. Sounds <laughs> like we should be diving head first into yeah. that. <laughs> we have no idea how to do it. Question, you know, when do you start to offer a Well, treatment? he's not a proponent of it. No, well, he's he... saying there needs to be much more yeah, research. Yes. <laughs> but any level-headed doctor is going to say the same thing because that's the system that has been made by, you know, science in order to protect people against yes. uh, poo transplant problems. Well, it didn't work. It didn't even work for that other woman. No. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that's kind of shitty. Your shit didn't work. <laughs> Your poop sucks. When you don't have absolute evidence that it really benefits. And 
I think we're struggling with that now for FMT. Charlotte decided she had no choice but to fork out the huge sum and have FMT performed in a clinic. When I woke up from the anaesthetic after I'd had the colonoscopy, um, I felt like Wonder Woman. Um, I came wow. out of the clinic and everything looked different. The colours looked different, everything. I just felt quite amazing. I just love to see it more accessible for everybody that needs it, not just for C. diff, for everybody that wants to do it. Wow. Really? So you just do it once? I guess. You do it once and then your body kind of creates like, okay. uh, I don't know. You know, the body is a fucking an amazing thing. Yeah, it it really is. Yes. Like, it's I'll, a mystery. I'll, a lot of parts of it are mysterious. I, listen, I've been trying to figure out the vagina for 40 <laughs> plus years. <laughs> one thing, one thing convinced me that the body is simply the most amazing thing that's ever been created. The human body is when the doctor... After our first child came in, the lactation doctor came in, or the lactation consultant came in and explained to me, with the doctor standing there behind her, explained to me and Astrid that the second that the child's mouth hits a nipple, the nipple identifies what kind of nutrients the, the infant needs and mm. starts making those inside of the breast instantaneously to provide the child the right nutrients that that specific child needs, like a fingerprint. Yeah. The nipple did that. Wow. The nipple. <laughs> Wish my nipple did anything. <laughs> Just sits there and stares at me. <laughs> Ugly fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Since the FMT treatment, I've seen uh, huge changes in, in Jane that uh, have been absolutely positive. Now she's uh, yeah. got a career in guitar. That's right. She's uh, <laughs> Sid Barrett. <laughs> We've done it like six times, and practically all of my bipolar symptoms have gone, except for one, and that's insomnia. I haven't conquered that yet. Without medical data, it's hard to know how Jane's transplant worked, or even if it was placebo. She says she doesn't care. I just hope the science catches up with our... We're pooinies, really. I hope the science doesn't catch up. Actually, you know what? If it worked for her, God bless. Yeah. If you could treat bipolar, schizophrenia, anxiety disorder, whatever it is, just by eating someone's shit, then everyone else in the world except for me is going to be cured of all of those things. (laughs) I just can't do it. I can't do it with poop. I'll just take my probiotic. That don't work anyway. Yeah, there you go. We're going to Chrissy and I are still on the supplement train. Even though we're clear on it doesn't work, it's cool. We'll still take them. I don't mind spending that $180 a month. No. What do I need that for? $180. I make that in six months here on the commercial break. I got money to toss. Got money to burn. Play money. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. Don't do Lordy, Lordy. Look who's 40. All right. Well, it's been another shitty episode of the commercial break. Uh, we just couldn't be more jazzed about our listeners. Hey, Skip, I got your shout out there. So don't tell me. Don't say I never did anything for you. I don't know why Hillbilly Horror Stories needs a shout out, but they got one. So there, there you go. They talked about us. We talked about them. Nice. It's, that's fair, I guess. Of course. Uh, okay. Go to tcbpodcast.com. That's where you go to find out more information about Chrissy and I. You can watch all of the video. You can listen to all of the audio. It's right there at one location, tcbpodcast.com. Or subscribe on the podcast player you like the most. We'd prefer that that be 
Apple, Spotify. We prefer to be one where we get credit for it. But, you know, whatever you want to do, you want to do. We're, we're not picky here. We'll take any listener. So uh, please leave us a review and subscribe and a rating on your favorite podcast player. It's a small thing you can do for us. We certainly would appreciate it. Also, you can get your free piggy fronting sticker. Wait until you see these. It's crazy what <laughs> Astrid has done with these stickers, and I'm not happy about it, but we'll send them out anyway. <laughs> uh, they're pretty funny. They are pretty funny. <laughs> At my expense, but they're pretty funny. There you go. Uh, the Contact Us button on the website has a little uh, drop-down menu, and you can say, I want my free sticker. Send us your address. We'll send away the sticker for you just in a short period of time. YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break. Uh, you can go there if you want to watch all the videos. 626-ASK-TCB, the number three. That's 1626-ASK-TCB, the number three. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We're taking them all right there. At the Commercial Break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok. Okay, Chrissy. That's definitely all I can do today. I think so. But I'll tell you that I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I do say, we will say, and we must say, goodbye. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah.